The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. Hello. Once again, I am counting down the greatest episodes of The Office this time i am counting down numbers 135 to 126 to uh, check out the other uh, ones i've done um subscribe to my uh, podcast or uh, check out my youtube channel so let's get into it Number 135, Season 6, Episode 19, St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day, and the CEO forces the office to work late because she won't leave. In addition, Michael unsuccessfully tries to suck up to his new boss. Andy's and Aaron's first date is delayed because Aaron is sick. Uh, uh, the cold open wasn't that great. It was just saying how that it's basically St. Patrick's Day. But Michael has this great quote where he says, it is St. Patrick's Day, and here in Scranton, that is a huge deal. It's the closest that the Irish will ever get to Christmas. I love that line. <laughs> um, it, this is basically, I think this is the first time I've had an episode with Joe Bennett. And uh, she is she's she's visited Scranton and um and she's just about to leave. It's her last day of visiting. And Michael is just not having a good time or very successful uh, trying to connect with her. And she says something like, oh, yeah, if you're ever in uh, Florida, just uh, let me know. You can stay at my place or something like that. And he just he just goes crazy with that. And he announces that. He's he's moving he's he's going down there and days and she was just she doesn't she wants nothing to do with that so that was very awkward, uh, but the the main plot is everybody wants to leave because it's St Patrick's Day and go out drinking but they can't because she's still working and she, they don't want to look bad in front of the new boss so that's basically the entire episode. Also, um, Dwight. Uh, Jim came back from uh, paternity leave. Uh, yeah, Pam still Pam had a baby, and she's still at home. And um, Dwight converted Jim's desk into mega desk. He had like a tr triple desk thing going, and it looked really awesome. And Jim basically said, "No, you can't do that." But Dwight tries to get him to go back or something like that by by uh making him uh miss his baby or something like that i'm not sure what happened there at the end jim um jim completes quad desk or something like that which is like two de one desk stepped on two desks and he used a ladder to sit up and it was really silly um also, Aaron and Andy were having a first date, but Aaron is sick, so she had to go home. So Andy goes to where Aaron lives, but Aaron lives with her foster brother, who is kind of creepy. That was weird. Um, everything about that, Andy and Aaron, that was just really 
odd and creepy and um that's it they stay until like 8 30 and then eventually they they go get drunk and that's basically the episode number 134 season 7 episode 9 wolf.com some co-workers who invested in ryan's internet adventure want him to sell but michael refuses to go along jim loses his motivation to work when he reaches his commission cap uh, dwight creates a hay festival in the parking lot the cold open was uh they briefly lost power because michael plugged too many things in or some stupid thing like that but when the power comes back on they are locked out of the server so they need to know the password they don't know the password and they were guessing what it guy you uh used it or put it in or whatever and they guessed that the it guy had a password that Michael thought was funny, but Pam hated. So they tried to guess all kinds of things. Someone said, how about big boobs? And Pam's like, well, you're, you're even typing that? And someone said, try big boobs with a Z. And that was the password. So terrible password, by the way. You want numbers and letters and and um, more characters and, and capital letters and stuff. And yeah, yeah, big boobs, not a good password. That's that's good uh, IT tip. Uh, so basically the entire episode is ryan's company and he gets a buyout offer from um washington university public health fund which they don't realize is they just want it for the initials they just want the domain uh and the entire is is testing ryan's and michael's relationship because michael is the main investor and basically michael has been in love with ryan for the past seven seasons so uh ryan takes advantage of that but everybody's going to lose their money if uh if this keeps going on so they keep begging michael and michael eventually says listen you have nine days you have to figure this out and ryan at the end eventually decides to uh to sell but uh, that was basically a, a test of their friendship. Uh, the thing with Dwight, Dwight created a giant hay-centered theme park called Hay Place, and the only reason he did it was so that he could be named Hay King because at the end of and when he was a kid, he never got named Hay King, whatever. Uh, there's also a, a, a story at the time where Dwight and Angela had a contract to have sex, but uh, he basically ignores her for for this hay thing. And Angela happens to meet the senator who is there for the hay thing. And uh, he has a son, which we never see again. There are certain things that are that the office is so good at um in, in terms of continuity and then there's some things that they just totally screw up like like the senator's son thing we we never see him again uh but this is the start of the relationship between angela and the senator uh pam at one point goes to talk to michael and he is he's with, with with a garbage can and she says what are you doing he's like i'm saving the planet and he said she said michael we don't recycle and he said he said we don't recycle then why have i been separating the trash into whites and color 
Great line. Great line. Um, the only other thing is Kevin goes into the hay maze and gets lost. No, no surprise there. Number 133, season six, episode 15, Sabre. Now that Dunder Mifflin has been bought out by Sabre, the office has to acclimate to the new policies of the merger. Jim and Pam interview at a prestigious daycare, and Aaron and Andy try to come up with a new song for the merger. Uh, The cold open is they get a box. They get this giant box. They open it up, and it's full of printers and saber equipment and stuff like that so michael just gives it out to everybody and then they get a message that that was actually for gabe and so they have to try to put it back into the box and it's hard putting everything back into the box but then they do but then somebody loses their cell phone in the box so they have to undo it um also a couple times Michael would say to Aaron, scissor me, and she would throw a pair of scissors at him. <laughs> now it was a rubber pair of scissors, but still, um, th- that was that was a really funny visual. And uh Michael kept saying, I got a big box, how about you? I got a big box, how about you? And Aaron just starts saying that, and and uh and Oscar says, I don't think you know what you're saying. <laughs> great, great thing. Uh, this is the first time we see Gabe whoopee. Um, actually the first time we see Joe Bennett also, but, uh, she's, she's over, uh, the, um, she's, she's, she's remotely, but yeah, we, we meet Gabe and he's not super weird yet. I hate Gabe. I hate him. Um, Aaron and Andy try to create a song, which was a part, which is the saber, which is a parody of the song party in the USA, but they thought the name of the uh, company was Sabre. So when, it, when they learned it was Saber, that kind of like ruined the whole song. Um, they were, uh, Gabe was telling them all their policies, how they're not allowed to have paper cups, and there's a whole bunch of things changed. And every time uh, he, Gabe announced a change, you'd see uh, Michael saying, Nope, don't like that. That's uh, one of those uh, famous, uh, famous uh, quotes, famous uh, memes you see from this. Um, Jim and Pam go to this this daycare that's supposed to be wonderful, and they're looking around. And he opens a door, and it's the guy taking a poop, but it's in a little little kid potty. And then it got super awkward, and the guy told him, you know, it was just the guy hated him, and 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 they eventually say, is it because I walked in on you? It's like. And in, in, he's like, well, why did you use that pot? He's like, well, what do you want? It's a kid's daycare. You think they're going to have a regular bathroom? Like, and that was that was really weird. Um, but basically, Michael tells Gabe, hey, I hate these changes. And you need I don't I'm, I'm not going with them. And he tells that to Joe Bennett. And Joe Bennett says, well, you let me know by the end of the day whether you want to stick around or not. Or if you want to you want to uh, be with this company. And I don't know if if uh, Michael got the hint, like, hey, if you don't go along with this, you're fired. Uh, they they're all in the uh, in the in the conference room, and they play a video with an introduction by the actor Christian Slater about how wonderful Saber is, and he says something about you 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 you'll be able to eat a rainbow or something like that. And so when uh, 
Joe Bennett is talking to Michael and telling him that, hey, you got to go along with this. Michael says, can I talk to Christian Slater? Is he there? I think he would understand better what's going on. Um, Michael goes to David Wallace's house and to try to ask for advice or to get him to fix it. I don't know what I don't know what the heck the point of that was. But Michael uh, David Wallace is a big mess right now. It looks like he doesn't have a job. Um, and he's just hanging out with his kid who's playing the drums and he's thinking of this idea of a company called suck it where the, um, it's a vacuum that picks up kids toys. It's actually not a bad idea, but, um, and we learn eventually suck it gets it bought out by the government and it's a huge success and he becomes a millionaire. But at this time, Michael just thinks he's a pathetic loser. So he comes back to the office and says, hey, I'm, I'm on board. Um, the kid playing David Wallace's kid was actually Greg Daniels' kid. Um, FYI. Number 132, Season 7, Episode 14, The Seminar. Andy holds a seminar for small businesses, which is really just a ploy to increase his sales. He's forced to scramble after Jim White and Phyllis back out of speakers. Aaron competes against Gabe in a Scrabble phone game and Pam and Oscar help her. And yeah, the cold open was Michael getting onto an elevator and who's coming out of the elevator. Ricky Gervais is David Brent. Uh, Really, really great. Of course they hit it off. They trade Asian um, impressions of, of their, of their horribly offensive uh, Asian characters. Um, they they talk about how it's not really offensive or whatever. So anyway, they hit it off. So that that was really cute, really, really, really cute. Um, but the the whole episode was basically Andy having this seminar, trying to get new new customers, and he brings in a bunch of small businesses, and they look like losers, but they're they're actually some of them are actually um, good clients. They look like losers. So Dwight, um, Stanley, and Phyllis just don't don't even want to be associated with this and uh so so kevin brings in i mean um um andy brings in kevin to talk and creed and he wants ryan but ryan chickens out so so kelly does it she's the business bitch and uh <laughs> kevin comes in and He's when 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 Andy introduces Kevin, Kevin is, comes in with a um he, he plays a song Crazy Train and he has this huge entrance where he's running around and he's getting all psyched up. He ran around so much that he got he got super tired, he couldn't talk and he threw up. But I could totally relate to this. I could totally relate to, you know, if you're a wrestling fan and you see an entrance for the, where the, you know, the music is playing and the wrestler comes down and everybody's all fired up. You think you could do that? Well, you can't. So <laughs> this is a very, very relatable. Uh, Michael and Holly pretend to be a Greek couple to, uh, to be plants in this, in this thing. And Holly just broke up with her boyfriend, uh, in, in the previous episode. So she's a little down, but Michael tries to cheer her up and, um, 
he's still obviously in love with her, but she's, you know, just recovering from, from being broken up. So she doesn't want, really want to be with him yet. Um, Creed, Creed comes in and he says, two eyes, two ears, a chin, a mouth, 10 fingers, two nipples, a butt, two kneecaps, a penis. I've just, just described to you the Loch Ness Monster and the reward for its capture, all the riches in Scotland. What the heck is that? That's a very Creed thing to do. Um, uh, and then, and then uh, Jim's, Jim sees an old classmate from the, when they were kids and he told them they were put in different reading groups or something like that. And the mother said that he should, Jim should only play with his people in his reading group, the smarter reading group. So he told this, this kid, I can't play with you because you're, you're too dumb. Well, that guy was at the, the seminar. He sees Jim and just just ro- just roasts Jim. It's like, oh, I thought you were so smart. Uh, what? Why is this some laboratory or something? Because you're so smart and I'm so dumb. And and at the end, he says, "Where's your jetpack, Zuckerberg?" Great. It's a, it's a pretty good line. Um, the thing about Aaron, um, Aaron at this time is going out with Gabe. And, and and the winner of the Scrabble game gets to um, uh, pick the movie they're going to see. And Gabe is just such a dang weirdo. And um, Aaron is about to win, but she loses because she plays Ape instead of Apesia or whatever that kind of thing was. So uh, whatever. I, I, I hate Gabe. Not that, not, not that crazy about Aaron either. This is, this is, the, this is the, at this point... Um, it's obvious Aaron and, and Andy should be together, but she's with Gabe, who is just the worst. Number 131, season four, episode 13, job fair. Dunder Mifflin participates in a high school job fair, but few students are interested. Jim, Andy, and Kevin play a round of golf with a prospective client. Back at the office, everyone but Dwight and Angela leave for the day. Uh, so at this point, you know, this is, I think this is the first season four one I've talked about. Season four is where, uh, um, Ryan got named as the, uh, the executive and he's making Jim's life hell. So Jim said, Ryan put me on, Ryan put me on probation. So I'm going to do something very bold with this job that I've never done before. Try. So he, Andy and Kevin, Go play with this with this customer who already has his business with. Now this is a nice uh, call back or call forward. He, he has his business with Prince Family Paper Company, who, who we see in in a couple seasons. Yeah, um, who <laughs> who Michael and Dwight destroy. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, yeah. So they're they're playing golf, and Andy is just his annoying self and actually Jim planned this all out. He planned to bring Andy and Kevin there because he knew that the Andy's a Cornell man and this guy's a Dartmouth guy. So he knew he would hate, hate Andy and they could talk about that. And Kevin's a super competitive um, gambler. So he knew he would, he would be good at golf. So that was, uh, so he actually, you know, did, did, did put some effort into, into this um, at the end Basically, Jim just wears him down and says, you know, I won't take no for an answer. And he eventually does get to the business. So he is successful at the job fair. 
it's a disaster. This is Michael being super annoying. He was really bad in this episode. He insists they only bring one piece of paper as their as their marketing thing. And it was uh it was Pam, Michael, um Daryl, and Oscar at this uh job fair. And nobody is interested in them except for one kid who is looks like a loser. And so Michael dismisses him, but then he he realizes that's the only kid that was even slightly interested. So he begs him to uh to come to um to be an intern there. And the kid t- says, like, you were you were mean to me. Screw you. So good good for him. Um Pam, this is this is Pam's old high school. And she said, oh, this is where I faked PMS to get out of playing volleyball. And this is where I faked PMS to get out of this. And uh, it's it's a bit of a continuity error because in in the uh, company picnic episode, which is in season five, I believe, or or maybe uh, at the end of season four, she we find out she's a volleyball whiz. I think that's not really con- continuity error. You, you know, things change. Maybe she hated uh volleyball one one year and then got really good at it you know lots lots of things changed in high school um basically dwight is in charge of the office and everybody nobody respects him or or wants to or, or listens to him so they all just leave and it's just dwight and angela being uh, left alone and Dwight even calls Michael and Michael's like, well, who cares? Yeah, I'm not there. I don't care if they're there or they're not, which is just really dumb, <laughs> really dumb way to um, to run an office. But uh, um, at the end of the episode, Pam goes to a guy and says, um, you know, what what do I need to, to work at a graphic design company? And he says, oh, you need uh need photoshop and this and this and this and this all these all these things well she's like i don't know how to do any of those things she's like he said well you need to go to a good graphics school in philadelphia or new york so that starts pam and uh, going to graphic school number 130 season seven episode five the sting after Jim, Dwight, and Michael lose a client to a rival sales, salesman from an even smaller company, Danny Cordray, they organize a fake sale to observe him and figure out his technique. And Andy forms a band with Daryl and Kevin. The cold open was really dumb. Uh, Oscar got this bike like uh, Lance Armstrong, and Michael didn't know how to ride a bike or something like that. And was learning and kept crashing. Like, who, who cares? Uh, but the, the main thing is this Danny Cordray who is played by Timothy Oliphant. I think his name is, um, he, uh, back in, I guess, season, I don't know what year that would have been. Um, he used, he dated Pam a couple times and it didn't work out. So that was kind of awkward. Um, Jim was teasing him about that and, and uh and she said you know i have a kid with you right and he's like oh whatever um <laughs> that was that was cute but um dwight not surprisingly has a closet with a bunch of secret cameras because because dwight and they arrange this sting where meredith is a business owner of a fake business and uh danny is cordray is trying to get him uh, the business 
get it get it get her paper business and she is basically just throwing herself at him she's just basically totally hitting on him and they're seeing this and they're trying to stop it and they bring they bring in oscar and she's like oh that's the cleaning guy this the, the mexican cleaning guy that can't talk so so he says nothing and then ryan comes in and that doesn't work either eventually michael scott comes in and says hey this was there's this isn't really really company we're we're just trying to, to see what um how you how you do your how you're so good at um at being at sales and he is totally creeped out which he should be but but michael offers him a job and now he has a job now he he works for them as a, as a traveling salesman uh i mean he's he is a good looking dude so <laughs> they were right to uh to to um to, to fawn over him um andy formed a band with Car- daryl and kevin that was that was cute um that was yeah not not much there that's just they, they formed a band number 129 season one episode six hot girl jan calls michael and tells him dunder mifflin will be offering an incentive prize to the best salesperson a purse vendors and sets up in the conference room and it's Amy Adams. Well, and uh, uh, somebody, Katie, played by a- Amy Adams. And uh, basically, every guy takes turns hitting on Katie. This was uh, season one was only six episodes, and this was the last episode of season one. So I wouldn't call it a season one finale because it was just, you know, I think they were just testing it out to see if it would actually uh, be continued, if, if they would actually pick it up. So it was just the last episode of, of season one, basically. Um, yeah, everybody everybody falls in love with uh with Katie and eventually he um Michael is super super annoying and just see I hated season 1 Michael. Well, I guess we were supposed to, but you know they haven't figured out what to do with him yet. And he was uh he was he was just basically you know talking to her like, like the whole time trying to get with her and she wanted nothing to do with it, but uh but eventually um uh jim gets um gets gets to date her and um you could tell that jim and pam like they are they you you know the seeds are there for jim and pam to be you know all all about each other and, and really into each other um Dwight Dwight has a great line. He says, the purse girl hits everything on my checklist. Creamy skin, straight teeth, curly hair, amazing breasts. Not for me, for my children. The shirts produce very thirsty babies. That's that's very typical of Dwight. Um, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot with this episode. Uh, uh, um, Roy asks um, Jim, you know, what do you think of her? And she says, oh, she's she's okay. And um Roy says, What are you gay or something? And and they said, Well, what what woman are you into? And he and Jim says, Moms, I'm into soccer moms and NASCAR moms. And and Kevin says, Stay away from my mom. And and Jim says, Too late, Kevin. Typical, okay, your mom joke. Um, yeah, not not a whole lot here, just pretty silly. Number one twenty eight, season six, episode twenty five, the chump. Michael reveals that he is still seeing Donna after learning that she's married in the previous episode. He tries to rationalize it and plays himself up as a good guy, 
but the staff openly disapproves of his actions, particularly Andy, due to his previous experience. Um, Jim and Pam are having trouble staying awake during uh, at work because of the new baby, and Angela tries to make Dwight honor their pregnancy contract. Um, the cold open was really good. Um, Toby was putting up right on test kits, and it was obviously everything Toby does annoys Michael. And um, Michael said, if I had a gun with two bullets and I was in a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and Toby, I would shoot Toby twice. And I don't know if somebody said, well, couldn't you, couldn't, how about if you shoot all, can you shoot all three of them at the same time? And everybody's trying to come up with how you could shoot all three of them with one bullet. But Dwight demonstrates that if you line them up and then you shoot them all through the neck, you could, you could kill all three of them at the same time. It was really funny. He, he had Phyllis come. I was like, Phyllis, come up here. You're Hitler. That was, that was really funny. Um, Pam says she's, she's really tired from being up all night with CC and Aaron says you shouldn't be keeping the baby up all night. I thought that was cute. Um, and, and yeah, basically, basically everybody thinks that he is all, um, uh, he's going to be all down because he broke up with Donna, but he did not break up with Donna and she is married to a baseball coach and he and Andy go visit the, the, the baseball coach and, you know, Michael says, well, he's probably a horrible person and he really is. And he's just, he's a good guy. So that made it even more uh, difficult. Eventually he does break up with her. Uh, when Andy goes to talk to Michael, he says, um, he says in any cheating movie, the person getting cheated on is a hero. You're Ali Larder. I'm Beyonce. And Michael says the famous line. I am Beyonce always. Um, and then the thing with Dwight and Angela, they had a pregnancy contract that Dwight was trying to get out of. And eventually they have a mediator there. And the, the it was really weird. And eventually they, they have a contract. It's like, okay, we will have sex five times and we'll see if, if that, that makes her get pregnant. But Dwight to make sure he doesn't get pregnant hits himself on the groin a bunch of times put his puts puts his groin up near a microwave and runs a microwave whatever that's that was really weird um this is at, at this time this was the uh the arc where andy discovered that saber printers catch on fire and so Michael at the end of the episode is approached approached by a group of reporters as he's leaving for uh for comment. He thinks it's because of their of the affair, but really it's because of the of the printers catching fire. So that was that was kind of funny. Number 127, season six, episode 20, new leads. Saber's policy of sales as king goes to the sales staff heads, making the rest of the office resent their bad attitude. In order to regain control, Michael hides their expensive new leads, which backfires on him. Um, the cold open was really dumb. Michael's talking to, to Jim and says, I think Johnny Depp is, is in my condo. Like, that was just really dumb. Um, but basically the entire episode, the sales people are just total jerks. They are horrible because uh, because they're, they're the most successful, I guess. And, and that's the company policy. Uh, 
Michael Michael says um, to Dwight, I would like your un- undivided attention, Dwight. And Dwight says, you couldn't handle my undivided attention. That's another uh, great line. Um, so he eventually gets the leads, but he doesn't give them to the salespeople. He gives them to other people and some of them go in the trash and then the trash gets taken to the dump. So Michael and um, Dwight go to the dump and they, they basically, they, they, they basically Michael and Michael's mad at Dwight because Dwight used to idolize Michael. And now he doesn't because you know, the, 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 when the company got bought out, so they, 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 they make up kind of, um, the sales staff agrees. Jim gets them to agree that their poor attitudes were causing a problem. So they make up with it, make up, uh, make it up. They first they, they say we'll give them pastries and then two percent of their commission. But when the when they figure out that they don't even that that they're okay with just the pastries, then then um, then. That 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 was much better. So instead of getting a lot more money, they just got cookies. Okay. Um yeah, that's that's basically it. This is, I mean, to me, this is silly because you, you mean you just have leads on on pieces of paper? I know it's a paper company, but dang, do you ever hear of email? Do you ever hear of of of, of scanning things? I mean, this just seems really silly that if you pay a lot of money for information and you just get it on pieces of paper that that makes no sense number 126 season one episode three healthcare jan orders michael to choose the cheapest healthcare plan and he delegates the task to dwight much to the employee's detriment michael promises the staff a surprise uh basically this is this is uh in one of those season one episodes where uh michael is basically season one michael is just a horrible person and they they like i said before they have not figured out how to make <laughs> michael funny and lovable he is just a horrible person and he uh, he he ends up he they, they they don't either they get known to health insurance or the or terrible health insurance or something like that i don't know but he passes it off to dwight and dwight is this is the um basically this is the beginning of what we see of dwight in, for the rest of the series all the all the seeds are there of of how you know crazy he is and and rigid and stuff like that so he tells them all to list the um list the medical conditions and uh if you say them if you if you give them the medical condition they'll get it covered or something like that which is just the silliest thing um some of the some of the medical conditions were inverted penis <laughs> um anal fissures which is actually a real thing leprosy flesh eating bacteria hot dog fingers government created nanobot infection and count count choculitis um uh the hot dog fingers makes me laugh because if you if you've seen the movie 
everything everywhere all at once. There is a there is a part in that movie where everybody does actually have hot dog fingers. So that's silly. Um, apparently, Rain Wilson improvised a lot of those things, which is so so people were genuinely laughing at that. That was that was funny. Uh, but Dwight gets mad that people are making up health conditions, so he. He's in the in the conference room and he's trying to get Jim to admit that uh, that he made up these things and J- Jim won't. So he takes the keys. He logs Dwight inside and then he's talking and then Jim's talking to Pam while while Dwight is locked in the conference room. It's like, OK, whatever. Uh, at the end, they all want to confront Michael and Michael just gives them an awkward stare, which is really dumb. Just just really silly. So. All right, that is that is 135 to 126, so still got a lot of these to go. Thanks for watching and listening, and I will talk to you later. Bye.